0: And we're back, Stripe Show Podcast, on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for tuning in. Our man, he is on site, third consecutive week. We are working him. <laughs> we are working him right now, man. Folks, this is three weeks in a row, and he's in L.A., and he gets off the plane, and finally, the sunshine. Please tell me. The sunshine, some heat was out. Keith Stewart, our man from L.A., on site. How you doing? You hanging in there?
1: I uh, mean, I'm it's uh it's been a test. It's been a war of attrition the last two weeks, going from a uh natural disaster to um <laughs> I guess a a, a disaster altogether yeah. out there in the desert. I don't know how else to put it. Um I was fearing for my safety at times on Saturday. I mean oh, I, I wow. just I've never seen a volume of people that la- that large. You know, they yeah. I think they said it was like around four hundred thousand people snuck their way in there. Like how does mm-hmm. how do four hundred thousand people sneak anywhere anyway? Um yeah. Let's move on. Uh, I, well, it was yes, the. We,
0: we can't. We oh, okay. can't quite move on yet because I, I've got a couple of things here. On. Uh, and, and, all right. And you me. were there, and. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean it was the perfect storm, right, with the weather, and then you've got. They're trying to finish up Friday's round on Saturday, and then you got Saturday's tickets coming in, and people waiting around, drinking alcohol, all of it. I mean, you go on Twitter, and yeah, I mean, let's let's face it, it was a shit show with a lot of things that were going on um you know Zach got to the breaking point we saw that play out Billy Orschel others I'm sure are probably feeling like they need to reel this thing in just a little bit you were on site did you get that sense that uh, hey we've probably crossed the line here a little bit. I know it was a perfect storm with the weather and all that but if we're gonna kind of maintain and at least have some of the top players coming, which I don't think really matters to those people anyway, who's playing. I mean, you and I could be out there playing golf and they'd be heckling us and having just as good a time. But, um, you get the sense from the players, you got to reel it in just a little bit.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where like momentum kind of builds. Um, my, my take on it would have been that they were, they basically wanted this thing to happen you know, Mm -hmm. year after year after year. And then when you had this perfect storm and really wasn't even the weather, although Saturday was the only like truly nice afternoon, but by afternoon you couldn't even get in the place. They had trouble, you know, uh, scanning tickets. So the volunteers at the gate were basically being overrun. So they were just kind of like, Hey, go in, you know, like they didn't stop Mm -hmm. anybody and they had no idea how many people were in there or weren't in there. And then, you know, you have to remember, so I brought this up before when we talk about the betting aspects of golf, the PGA tour is the only professional league. So you think about like MLB, um, NHL, NBA, all of the NFL, right. That doesn't limit liquor sales. So if you show up at, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been out for like a seven 30 tea time and there's like, you know, women in sundresses and guys in like bro shirts, like drinking white claws, you know, like, yeah. and I'm like, all right, where are they at 8. PM tonight? You know, like, cause I'm still here, but like, mm-hmm. um, so, so it's an interesting development. And, you know, mob rules kind of apply. I mean, i there's a lot of events where people yell. I mean, I guess the best analogy I can give you is that people just don't ever stop yelling anything the whole time. It, mm-hmm. It's, it's, and I'm a bit of a traditionalist when it comes to golf and I, but I love new innovative things, but at some point, like, you know, you shouldn't be yelling in people's backswings or you shouldn't say things that are like, you know, you know, degrading to their family or anything like that. You know, like it, and it, it, they, yeah. it's like literally, it's like chimneys going off. One guy yells over here, and then a the lady yells over here, and then like they think everyone thinks it's okay to yell, and then you know, you, you obviously you put the alcohol on top of that, and and people make poor life decisions, and it, it's just, it's like, I I hate to say it, it's just like and the roof blew off the thing. You know, yeah. it, too many people, too much booze. They couldn't get them to leave, so they shut everything off, including the food. And uh, I mean, that helped a little bit, but at the end of the day, I mean, there was probably forty thousand people that broke their way into the arena that were around sixteen by the afternoon. It was, it was an S show for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, it uh, it it was uh, the energy you could feel it coming through the uh, through the TV. And look, they got a great thing going there. I mean, it's the people's open, oh, yeah. and they're going to push the limits. You know, I get it. I think it's great for the game in the end and all that. I I totally get it. It it feels like this year, they got to reel it in a little bit, figure some things out. Obviously the weather didn't play into that, but factor that into next year. Um, you know, the funny thing is then you, then you watch live, which finished up on Saturday and here they are in Vegas and I watched a lot of it and you've got a great pairing um, that you've paid darn near a billion dollars for in uh, John Rahm uh Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau and DJ of course gets the win there in Vegas and um you know they're selling this thing like you know it's packed and there there's 23 people deep around 18 and this and that I mean look there were there were probably a couple hundred people following them around which is is fine um and so like I watch that and yet I'm being sold like this is great yet you're you have a billion dollar investment in in three players and you've got 200 people watching them um you know around the golf course so it's just like all these things uh there's a lot of things in golf like that don't make sense, right? And like and that's one of them. And live of course would sign up for waste management in a heartbeat. Like they would take, cool. you know, 25% of those people and they would feed them more alcohol and like, yeah, let's get crazy and wild every single week. Um and so like you're trying to filter all that through and and that leads me to the next thing that doesn't make sense to me at all, all right? Cuz we're going to transition here uh to Tiger's tournament. Sure. And that right. is Okay, so just help me understand. <laughs>
1: Where are we going? Help
0: me understand.
1: I think I know where you're going.
0: What I'm looking at, okay, with this launch yesterday in L.A. Sun, day, red. And, okay, there's the logo.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you remember, you know, when I first saw this, you you know what I thought of? Do, do you remember the game um, Operation? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When When you had all these pieces – that yeah, were sure. you know in the heart and these legs and bones and like yeah. you are trying to right yeah like that's what that that's what that reminds me of when I look at that yeah. that logo and then they're telling me there is okay for fifteen majors there is fifteen lines tell me where the fifteen lines are Keith
1: <laughs> I, tell me I don't know I don't know I um you know when it comes to branding and everything uh I I, I, I I mean, there's a million things I could say here, but like, when I see an apple, I know what it means. When I see a swoosh, I know what it means. I yeah. mean, how do you not, I mean, by like through osmosis or something, you know, like pick up something from Nike's branding people and marketing. I I don't know. It seems like the split of the sun in the day, the, um, the stripes and how many stripes there are, the Slazenger cat there. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, um. I mean, there's just a lot going on there and the clothing it's, I mean, all right. So at the end of the day, everyone will probably just adopt the logo and they'll probably get rid of the random letters and everything. And it'll end up being that, that tiger looking cat, which I think is kind of cool. I mean, that's, that's great and everything, but the, the clothing itself doesn't distinguish itself in any, in any set way. It it kind of looks like, I don't know if, if Stephen Malvin and Peter Millar had a kid, you know, like, I don't, I don't it's like, it's kind of like a mess between the two. And sometimes you got to pick your lane, you know, and you know, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I, um, no. yeah, I, mean, I would I love a cashmere like hoodie, time. but I I mean, I, I would love a cashmere hoodie. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I, I that thing doesn't look like it has any, has any gauge to it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a clothes whore. What do you want from me? Like, I understand what it means. You know, that, that sweater doesn't look anything like the sweater that I'm wearing, you know, um, nor would cashmere, cashmere, Cath- Keith mitchell wear it no. you know like um and you know like the the tiger shirt down there is good for the casino maybe tiger jam in vegas i don't know man i'd mean, maybe it's not even for golf who but knows look at this, like, but look at the stitching
0: on the bottom right and let's just start there okay so you got the logo and <laughs> it's going, not even it's not even deep. like it's not even centered with the button and it's a different shade um I- So I just – like I look at this. I'm not a fashion expert. I'm not at all branding. I feel like my brand – you know, my logo is pretty cool and spent a lot of time into it and didn't overthink it and this and that. But this is Tiger freaking Woods, right, who's coming from Nike, the absolute gold standard in branding and marketing. Can you just – like you said, through osmosis, maybe a phone call, just you know, any direct, and you come out with this, and then you follow it up with this? I mean like Peter Millar – and others in the backdrop have to be like,
1: perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. You guys nailed it. Next startup. <laughs> who's, who's the next challenger? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 when I saw the debut and, uh, you know, all the hype videos and everything and, um, you know, I, um, I, I wish them well and, and million, and millions of people will buy it when it comes out in May. I just, um, I just. I feel like, man, they're trying a little too hard. They're too hard, yeah.
0: That's yeah. just it. Like you're watching the Super Bowl and these commercials, and they're not funny. Like, you know, like they're trying to be funny. Like I don't understand what's going on. Uh, if people are trying too hard, if there's a lack in talent in um, these particular areas and creativity and humor, and like I just feel like we're kind of losing our way wow. here a
1: little bit, in a lot of different ways. Like none of
0: none of this shit makes sense anymore. None of it.
1: Well, I, none of it. I mean, if you want to get into it, it's a societal thing, you know. If you cancel everything that everyone says, you're going to limit creativity. And I mean, this is obviously there's not a lot of creativity here, you know. For all we know, that little label could have been slapped on that red shirt an hour before it got put on that that mannequin. You know, show me.
0: Here's what I want. I want someone to show me the 15 lines. (laughs) I I need I need someone to show me the 15 lines and where that is. Those, you know, those. See that there's um that bottom right leg. Yeah. Was like in that operation game. That was a tough one to get out.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the spine. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it or looks a like Slasinger a crosser. looked
0: with... like Slashinger's old anyway. Yeah, I, it, I
1: can't. Take I mean, it it we got to get looks out. Looks like this. it looks like a cross between a hair clip and a back scratcher. I don't can't know. get out. Of this. All yeah.
0: right, we're gonna it's time the transition. Let's get
1: let's go to Cali. I time. got I got
0: I got a little let's something. To some to, tickets. Just, I got a little something to switch to move. Little Cali, ready?
1: Right? Ready? All right. What do you got? Oh no, no. no
0: yeah. Good transition to the Super Bowl. No, 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 Ranking no, no, no. halftime shows. Usher was cool. I like Usher. He's cool. Uh, He's I,
1: was Nick, I was watching. I was watching the playoff favorite. at the WMPO. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I was at the playoff at the WMPO. <laughs> w- <laughs> it was still going on at halftime. Unbelievable. All
0: right. I tried to sell you a Nick Taylor last week, by the way, too.
1: Hey. I I took you right know. up
0: to it. I was like, he was second. Um, he likes his course and I'll tell you what, man, let me tell you something about Nick Taylor and then we'll get to, then we'll get to, um,
1: Oh, I got something for year. you. And okay. Nick Taylor too. Okay. So you start, you start.
0: He, he's, he's a sneaky approach game player, right? Like he's, he doesn't get enough credit for how good his iron game is and his wedge. And I know he's look, he kind of came out of nowhere and he, and he won that, but dude, that dude sniffs the, the lead. And, like, he's like, I got a chance to win late on a Sunday. I mean, here, watch out. This guy is built for the dramatic. And I was, like, back and forth, you know, with the Super Bowl. And the crowds were awesome. That's one thing there. I mean, the Super Bowl started. You guys are still there around 18. I mean, people are going crazy. That was cool, you know, raveling the Super Bowl. But Nick Taylor, five birdies in the last six. He is, I mean, he he's a dog now on late on a Sunday. That dude needs to come out with some Sunday red. That dude needs to come up with something that his own logo and launch that baby on late on a Sunday. He's he's hey, man. He's fun down the stretch.
1: You should have seen, you want to talk about Sunday red. You should have seen the Canadians going absolutely yep. berserk, mm-hmm. right? They might've been the only people that were left there because everyone else cleared out for this to go watch the Super Bowl somewhere. And I tell you now, there's a couple of things we need to talk about here. Okay. Cause if we go, if we rewind the tapes back to the beginning of the year, you said this was going to be Scotty's year, right? And it still could be. Don't get me wrong. John Rahm won four times by the Masters, didn't do anything after that. So we the season has ebbs and flows. I get all that. But what's going on with this guy, right? I walked with him on Sunday. He's the number one player in the world. He had the lead. He took the lead from the field, mm-hmm. and then he gave it back. He three putts a par five to make par. Then he can't get up and down on the next hole, misses another putt inside five and a half feet, then the next hole's a par five, chips it up there to five feet, misses, loops the hole. Wait a second. Okay? We're talking about Tiger a lot this week. You put him in the lead. That guy's a trained killer. Mm-hmm. You know, when he had the real Sunday red right on. I mean, like what what are we doing here? And and I think six weeks in a row, we have long shots win. I mean, the field smells blood. The books smell blood. Look at the way the week opened. There was eight guys below 20 to one on the betting board. When we started on Monday, that means the books don't even have any faith in these guys. Yeah. They're going to put Scotty at five to one and, and Rory at nine to one or whatever, because they have to, but like, it's a big mess at the top. And I can't understand why someone's not like, who's going to be the guy. This is what I, this is what we need to figure out. Cause if someone's going to stop this long shot streak this week, Who's going to be the guy that steps up and has the stones to finish this thing off like Nick, you know, like Nick Taylor did last week? You're talking about Scotty five or six wins. Nick Taylor, he birdied five of the last six and he made three putts in a row to extend and then win. I'm, I'm fired up about this because like, who's going to be the guy at the top? I'm tired of talking Mm -hmm. about Homa and Morikawa and all these guys. And, and every time, every time we usher them up and put them on a podium that, we're not getting there right now. What is going on in golf? Is it too much confusion between the leagues and and distractions and everything? But like, man, oh man, as far as I'm concerned, it's gonna be really tough to get a guy that's not a hundred to one to win this week.
0: You, you bring up some valid points. Um, let me let me filter through that a little bit. You've got. <laughs> You've got. Sorry, my um, let, let me answer this first. You, you asked the question: Where are these guys distracted with? You know, people leaving, and I think they are. I mean, there's got to be some distraction. I, I don't know how there can't be, um, with with guys going to live and that conversation, and then you got this. Um, Investment program coming out. The top 36 get 750 million, and then the next, you know, like they're trying to. There's more questions about that than there are answers. I saw Rex Hargan on on Golf Channel, and he's like, "I've never had so many players texting me for answers." Like, that's what I'm saying. It goes back to what I said in in, in the opener. Like, nothing makes sense anymore, you know. And even when yeah. you launch something like the PGA Tour did and said, "Hey, here's what we're gonna do um, to take care of our players," like they launch it and none of the players even know what the hell that even means. And they're texting people at golf channel to try to figure out what that means. And so there's so yeah. many questions there, there. There's more questions than answers. I can't imagine the level of frustration that there is, even though that you got guys on live being overpaid um to play. Yeah. And then you've got all this extra money being invested into the PGA tour. So they're making even more money. And so, you know, there's a lot of money in there and maybe I should just keep my mouth shut and this and that, but like, you know, you're just trying to figure out what the hell's going on, all this fragmentation anyway, I think that's number one, so I do think it affects him good point. um number two look i we, we've talked about Scotty, you know, I've done a lot of stuff with scotty i've look, I've had a lot of pushback um and people reaching out to me about some of the things that I've said about Scotty and, and his putting i think that you know Scotty is when you look at him and and the changes that he's made with this putting i if I had to ch- make the changes that, that, and, and set a particular player up a certain way, that's what I would do. And he's went down that path. There's been a lot of thought that has gone into that path, uh, for him to make those changes. I think that he has putted very well at times, just like he did before. And then he seems to have that short miss and, and why does that short miss? And then it, maybe it seems to linger a little bit as well. So, um, yeah. I think he's committed to where he is. I think he's got to get a little more consistent, obviously with those shorter putts because look, a player starts missing shorter putts, which he was doing before as well, right? He would miss some shorter putts. And so, you know, this is the decision he's made. And I think he's got to, he's got to continue to go down this path now. And he's got to clean up some of those short putts. And as he starts to eliminate some of those shorter putts, I do think that he has probably seen some positive signs in some of the other areas and get this thing out of his mind and start to build some consistency, uh, with that flat stick, because that's what's that, because obviously that's, what's missing him right now. You watch him hit the golf ball and it's absurd. Like he is absurd <laughs> with his,
1: you don't need to tell me. I watch it live. It, he never misses. Never. Yeah. Never. It reminds <laughs> me of, Back in the day watching Tiger practice at Isleworth, the guy just doesn't miss. He doesn't don't – even, don't even think about him missing. Yeah. It's not going to happen.
0: No. I, I, it's unbelievable. I, I texted it I, or tweeted it out twice. Like he, he's he got an iron in his hand, and it's inside 15 feet. I mean it's just – it's it's ridiculous how just – and he works it low, high. He's hitting different shots. Oh, yeah. Um, his feet are all over the place. I mean it's just a beautiful. It's just beautiful. Beautiful to watch off the tee. The guy never misses a damn fairway. Hits it out there 305, 10 yards. He'll throw it up in the air and it'll stay up there for, you know, 20 seconds or you hit that little low scream and fade. It is like Tiger S seriously. Oh, um, from a ball striking standpoint, I do think, I believe this. I believe this, that he'll clean, he'll clean it up. And And when he does, I don't think, my prediction is in the weeds yet. And I, and I, and I say that because of everything that I just said before, right? Like yeah. he is that much better of a ball striker than everybody yeah. else. It is absolutely absurd. And oh, by the way, he's a pretty damn good short game player. All right. Here's the last time we're going to look at this. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Right. Let's, hey,
1: let I, I mean, All right. We got to move because I, I right. can talk about the Scotty yeah. thing. It's, it, it's, it's mind blowing to me. Anyway. All right, let's
0: get there. We're uh, we're at the Genesis Riviera, um, one of the more respected golf courses, of course, on the PGA Tour. Um Absolutely. You know, you look at this. Obviously, Rom won here last year. He's not here. Nina the year before that. He's not here. Uh, Homan twenty one. Adam Scott's won here a couple times. Um, look, this is. I, I did a little research. I don't want to steal any thunder here, but obviously, you got to handle the Poa. You know, these are different greens. You got to handle these yep. kinds of greens. Um, the approach game we know is huge here, a lot of 150 to 200 yard shots. Give my, give my audience some insight here, Keith on, um, about this old school golf course and, um, the type of player that we're looking at here.
1: Well, I tell you, you're talking about probably year after year, the best, most well-designed golf course that these guys play on the PGA tour, um, every season. You know, it's not a. it it, it has hosted major championships, but year after year, it's not a major championship venue. And it's certainly competitive on a statistical level with those venues that we'll see later this year in the big four. And one of the things I mean, it's just when you look at the last 10 winners and where their gains are against the field, it's it's almost it comes across like it's muted. It's like, well, is it a lot of approach or is it a lot of? putting is it and it's like you have to be so well balanced to win here and that's why one of the greatest comp courses here is augusta national golf club you know Mm -hmm. 28 of the last 31 winners at riviera have finished 22nd or better at augusta at some point in their career and look at the people that have won here i mean the only anomaly is tiger with five green jackets that he's never played well here and hasn't had a top 10 since 2004 but like everybody else Bubba, Phil, uh, DJ. I mean, they've all played well here. You know, uh, Adam Scott, it, it's Rom last year. Then he went on to win the Masters, but he was always good at the Masters, right? Mm-hmm. It's a similar skill set. You have to be a great golfer. You have to be so well rounded. There's 37 acres of fairway. 12 of the 14 holes bend off the teeth. It's very difficult to hit the fairways. Then you end up in the Kakuya rough. Then you don't hit greens. You know, it's one of the top five lowest, um, greens for accuracy and hitting you know, hitting greens regulation on tour every year. So then, of course, what's that do? It puts pressure on your short game. The short game, well, the greens are very undulating and they're POA, so you get all these putts between five and 10 feet that you need to save par or score on a par five, and you need to make those. So, like, did we miss anything? We check all the boxes? You know, like, these 11 par fours, the the last four par fours on the back nine average 475 yards in length. This place got eight inches of rain. Or more yeah. last week, right? The stuff that was in San Fran with me went down here, then it went out to the desert, went to Vegas where all the rain was, right? This place, it's not nearly as wet as it was last week or the week before, but I've been out there. It's soft, right? Like it's going to play the 7,300 yards and, yeah. <laughs> you know, power is going to be an edge here. And, and certainly you have to be super well rounded and you got to, the, the edges are going to come in par four scoring approaches over 200 yards and, bogey avoidance I, if you're doing those things then your your card is going to be full of contenders
0: yeah I like that I, I think the distance um, long par fours right like you talked about like being yeah. able to bust that driver out there soft fairways that's going to be that's going to be huge and you know look as we as we transition to the board here let's not yeah. even go to the top of the board let's just let's get right after it here with um, a first look I'm going to give you- What do you got?
1: Sam Burns. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: You're going to keep the momentum going with uh, my boy Sammy
1: Burns. Feel the burn, right? I went JT last week. You have every reason to go JT again except the fact he putts like Scotty. And I'm going with Burns. Burns was, was – re- he's been really good. Last three mm-hmm. starts, top tens. Um, he could putt POA. He could putt in general. And his approach game last week, shot 64 on Sunday, four rounds in the sixties in, um, really what wasn't, wasn't a great week for playing. Um, I mean, talk to me. He, he, he's got five, he's, he's played there five times. He's got a top three finish in 2021. Um, you know, he was the name that came out of nowhere that was in that top five. And everyone's like, man, Sam Burns, Sam Burns. And then he went on to win the Sanderson like a year later. And it was the same type of thing with Cam Young, when everyone's like, oh, Cam Young came and runner up there or whatever. Right. And then went on to bigger and better things. But Burns is ready to come back, I feel like, and take care of business. And at least at the top, I know he can putt. Man, I got I watched so many guys last week on perfect, perfect greens, not putt well. Mm -hmm. And Sammy Burns finished third and he did. and, And Nick Taylor putted great and obviously you saw the results there.
0: Well, I think I think when you look at Sam Burns, um he, he's playing great right now. There's no doubt. I mean, we got three, what is it? 3 top 10s in the last 3 weeks. Yeah, 6th at American Express, 10th at AT&T, 3rd at Waste Management. That might be the best he's ever driven the golf ball last week. Positive Ooh. 6.5 total driving. That's the club that I get a little worried about with Burns, um from time Agreed. to time he gets he'll get a little crooked with the driver. But he he seems to be dialed in right now. Um, with the driver, the reality is he plays exactly like he did last week, maybe get up and down one more time, maybe two, and he went. I mean, like he's, he's, he's right there. He's showing that form. I, I like Sam Burns a lot. Um, okay. and he's really playing, um, some consistent golf. I, I'm going to give you. What do you got for me? My first look. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm probably going to surprise you here just a little bit. I, I'm going to go to oh. Morikawa. The, the softer conditions concern me a little bit. You know, is he, is he long enough, right? Um, you know what? 14th at, 14th at AT&T. Um, we saw him earlier, 5th at the Century. Of course, he got the win back at Zozo. I like the work he's doing, I think, with um, with Blackburn. I think he's trying to just kind of settle in right now to the kind of golf that Colin Morikawa knows how to play. California, we know he can handle those types of conditions. Um. Look, he was he was sixth last year yep. at the Genesis. He was second in twenty twenty two. And as I was looking through this, and I factor everything that I in that I saw at the AT T where he finished fourteenth, and it wasn't even the same version of Morikawa with his iron game. Um, I, I think his putter is always a, is a question mark, although he's putted pretty darn well here. Like this is a place where the flat stick. Has shown up. He was positive 2.4 in 2023. He was positive 6.8 in 2022. So he's had success on these greens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Morikawa and hope of the fairways kind of dry out just a little bit, so it doesn't play quite as long. That's my guy. First look. Shoot hole.
1: I honestly think you'd be fine on the length. Okay. I do, you know, um, there's so many dog legs and, and certain holes. The guys played a position anyway. Um, there's a lot of long approaches here and he's a guy that could separate from, you know, 180, yep. 190, 200 yards plus on approach. Um, my biggest question mark with Morikawa would be the around the green acumen. And he's been gaining lately. He's made, mm-hmm. sp- he's made small strides. So, um, under pressure, you know there's 32 greenside bunkers here it, the, the bunkers always seem to come into play at in in some way late in the weekend and um that might be my only question mark there but uh i mean colin colin's a solid pick here i can not i can't argue much against that other than the fact that everyone at the top um just seems like they're they're like just not putting
0: well, that's just it. Like, you know, okay. so let's yeah. go up there. I mean, Scheffler, right? He's already now at 14 to one. Um, yeah. You know, do you trust him on these greens? I mean, you know, he's going to do everything else. And and it just feels like it, it just does feel like that there's going to be a moment where it's going to come together. And he is going to go positive four or five, you know, with the flat stick. And he's going to win by seven. Like, it's going to happen. Does it happen here? I, I'm going to say no. Um, But there's Rory you know at 18 can can he come in here and win. You know, where are we at with Victor Hovland? You know, I mean, do you have any do you have any concern with with Hovland in what we've yes. seen? 22nd at the Century, he was 58th at the Pebble. 58th at Pebble. We've only seen him two times at this point. You know, yeah. or do you do you have a lot of confidence in Victor Hovland at 20 or 22 to 1?
1: No, I'm, um I'm fading Victor at the top. He'd okay. be the number one name that I would fade. And that was that's a lot based upon being out here and seeing his body language. And his practice regimen and, mm. um, you know, we don't get injury reports out on the PGA tour, you know, so the fact that I'm out here and I have live PGA eyes on this stuff. Um, and maybe, you know, that's why he took the week off last week. Maybe he needed some healing. Victor's a world class talent, so he could bring it back, but the trend there was not good. Um, and I don't know what, and I don't know what it is. Um, I don't have any insights there, but from my eyes, I could tell you that, um, him playing a, that pebble was 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 not his best, and um, you know, he lives in Vegas, and it was a big week in Vegas last week. So, I don't know. Did he get a lot of practice time in? You got me. Right, so I you, don't know.
0: Yeah. So you keep coming down there. There's Shoffley. We know he's probably you know he's going to be in the top twenty. Um, you know this week, and can he do enough to get up there and win? I don't know. I'm kind of lukewarm on 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 Xander. I already gave you my case yep. for Colin Morikawa, who's at twenty five. You know, like there's just not a lot of stuff that's standing out saying, yeah, this guy is going to, to run away with this thing. And he's going to, you know, he is the clear deciding favorite uh, of this tournament. Um, you know, Justin Thomas, all right. You know, he's, he's at 22, 25. We're seeing good signs. You and I have talked about him yeah. a lot, you know, over the last two or three weeks. I like what I'm seeing out of JT, um, 12th at waste management, six at AT&T. Third of I mean, the American Express, certainly looking like the same JT that we've seen in years past.
1: He was the number one fan-supported player out at the Phoenix Open. Wow, okay. Hands down. Scotty Scotty would have been number two um, as JT faded off on Sunday. But JT, I walked more holes with anybody uh, than with anybody else than it was with JT, right? And he played with Cam Young for pretty much the whole week. And so I saw those guys play a ton of golf and boy, they were striking the ball beautifully. And then neither one could putt. It was like a contest. And this seems to be a common theme now at the top. And if hundred to one winners are going to win, right. And all these long shots are going to win. Then I think we really need to start to pay attention to the fact that ball striking only gets you so far. There needs, there needs to be some element of scoring savvy and we haven't seen it out of these top guys. Right whether it's the X man and his putter obviously we've talked about the other guys um Rory I mean Rory's never played great I mean he I think he has a fourth here but Rory's never really let the driver go here at Riviera and maybe it's just not a good fit for him I don't know I mean like I said I, I'll go back to the books the books know right when you have like seven eight guys that they that that are all favorites because they're all under 20 to 1 to start the week I mean that that's to me Says a lot. Yeah, that means that means that they're all they're they're hedging their liability, right? So for me, it's like it's tough to find a guy at the top of the board that really who wants to be the man.
0: I mean, JT seems as logical as anybody up there. Adam Scott won here twice. His ball striking has been pretty damn solid. We know. Okay, Ludwig. How are we pronouncing this? Because I've heard like seven different pronunciations: Oberg, Aberg, Iberg. What is it? I mean, where are we at with this guy?
1: If Oberg. I try really hard, it's O'Ber, but I, I always say O'Ber. O'Ber, Okay, I'm okay. from New Jersey. I butcher the language, so so
0: you know it's his first time there. Are we gonna we gonna put the bank on him. Cantley's struggling right now. He's trying to find his game. Speaking of a of a chilly putter, I mean, Finau's probably got the chilliest putter of anybody out there. Um, <laughs> you know, Jordan Spieth, we got all the way down to thirty to one. I mean, his iron game, um, man. I mean, what happened there last week with his iron game? Airmill and Greens as and his driver was actually pretty solid for the most part. Uh Homus kind of trying to find his game to start. You know, you're right. There's just a lot of a lot of question marks um at, at the top of the board. It just feels, you know, wide open. And so, you know, it kind of what's been happening? It it kind of it it kind of makes you then right like want to drive the bus more down to the, to the middle of the board. And, and apparently to this point, like we do on this show, we haven't been just driving the bus far enough down the board, (laughs) right? Like, because we've been spending a lot of time in the middle of the board, but we got to keep driving down to the bottom of the board. So without further ado, let me see if I can sell you buddy on the bottom of the board here, buddy. You ready? Chase Johnson, 350 to one. Can you, all right.
1: I'm not Seamus I'm not going to jump I'm not okay. going to jump on the Charlie Sifford. Uh um, Okay. You know. Chase Chase
0: uh Seamus Power. There he is. He's at what is he? at, 125. Grayson Murray, he won earlier this year. Maybe we'll bet him, right? He's 125. Lee Hodges. I mean <laughs> Sam Ryder for crying out loud, from 150 to 200 yards, show me someone better than Sam Ryder at 100 to 1. Maybe I should put my money there.
1: Hey, you know, uh Sam Ryder, he is like Two straight top twenty-five finishes there. So, in six K land of of DFS and you know in placements, I mean, there's no top forties this week. Maybe you could stretch a top. You could you could probably get a positive number on a top thirty on Sam Ryder. I mean, there you go. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, Tiger Tiger opened the week at two hundred to one to win, right? He's right in that ballpark of all of our winners. He's he's like at one seventy five now. I know it. You know, you can't take him to make the cut because with seventy one players and top fifty and ties and. You get, you have to be within ten strokes of the lead. There basically is no cut, but you know, can can Tiger beat half the? Can Tiger beat half the field? Yes, yes. He's two to one. You, you get positive, but you get two to one on him in the top thirty.
0: Yeah, I believe he can.
1: Right there, you go. Mm-hmm. Bet that. I mean, but uh, up there at the top, I mean, if you want, if we want to talk about, we can talk about triple digits all day. So I flew from Phoenix over here yesterday. Who's in my row, other than Christian? The Zadenhoot, right? Mm-hmm. Guy played awesome last week. He did. Yep. He South Africans love kikuyu grass, right? Is he he's sitting it like – Is he long enough? Sit, I, I'm t- I. I don't think.
0: That's the only question here, probably. Yeah.
1: With the Zadenhoot, it, yeah, I mean, he's not as good as Morikawa with his irons to not be long enough. That's yeah. true, but I mean, stranger things have happened.
0: No, of course. We've been watching it for a couple of months now. I mean, this yeah. is absurd. I mean, that's why I'm that's why I'm down here scrolling at the bottom of the board here with uh because we're driving the truck all the way down and there's JJ Spahn, Nick Hardy, Woodland, Smalley, Dunlop, Lucas Glover. Right. Speaking of great ball striking. Charlie yeah. Hoffman's down here at yeah, ninety probably. to one. Charlie Hoffman should have won the event last week. He seems healthy. That was awesome to see one of the good guys up there. In, uh, in 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 yeah. Charlie Hoffman almost winning his sponsors tournament,
1: triple Maybe digits. I, I I'm going back to Jersey Mike's. My Jersey Mike's story. I Tom Hoagie hit the ball yep. so good last week. Yeah, he Hoagie's hit the it man. So yep. good. I agree. And he's won on Poa before. He won at Pebble yep. a couple years ago. Um, <laughs> the way he's striking the ball right now, he's got to be on your placement card. Uh, and he's the type of guy that definitely could could just do it. You yep. know, he he. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to feature him on my, my outright card.
0: I, have, I see Hoagie at around 87 right now. I think he's been, I'm an odds checker. He's been bet down. I mean, Luke List is a guy that can throw it out there long. I mean, I don't know if
1: I'm bad bogey. Yeah. You know, Hey, you know, who has been playing good. That's up in that range. That can strike it. Well, it's Emiliano Grail and he's been putting it good. He's been putting it mm-hmm. better than he's almost been ball striking it. Harry English is down there. Harry English could quietly just go win this thing. 100%. 100%. 100%. And,
0: kid, is Harry's Iron Game good enough here?
1: I mean, was Matthew Pavan's good enough at Farmers?
0: Yeah. Fair point.
1: Yeah. Fair know? point. Yeah. I mean, so, like, when we really get into this, like, this is the type of place like Scottsdale that's extremely predictive. Look at the top of that leaderboard. Look at the guys that were good there. Thigala, right? He was what third place like three years ago. Then you had Nick Taylor. Guy was runner-up. Then he came back. You know, like the the Riviera is going to be the same way. Mm-hmm. Right? We talked about the comp course with Augusta National. But like you need multiple times to play here. And, you know, it, it's, it's it helps to have the experience of getting around this place because the greens sit at funny angles and there's, there's, there's multiple lines you could take off the tee and you have to figure out which one works for you. There's a lot of strategy involved in this golf course and that's why it stood the test of time. And with it being a little bit softer, it's going to play a little bit more difficult this week because it'll play a little bit longer. Um, I mean, these are some of the largest greens on tour and people don't hit them. Players hit an average of 55% of the greens in regulation here, which is like 8% below tour average. That's a lot. That's a lot. And it's tough to hit fairways here. There's only 37 acres of fairway. It's tough to hit fairways here. And then they start bending. 12 of the 14 bend with dog legs. Uh, It's it's really one of those places where you've got to look at who's really striking the ball well right now and and putting well. Because there's a lot of guys striking the ball great. I saw it for the last two weeks. And they're not putting well. JT could have won JT or Scotty could have won that thing by five if their putter worked.
0: I want to say one thing about JT's putting. All right. And I just want this, right.
1: I, I just like I, I want this to happen
0: so bad. Where when he gets up there and he's lined up, I want him to take one look and hit it. I would love to see JT just play for like a month doing that. You know, he just like it, it's moving in the right direction. He's finding his game again. But you ever, you ever get the feeling with JT, it's just, it's like everything's gotta, be, it's in his mind. It's just, just check mark it, but like, you know, and it's, it's shoulder, it's, it's wrist, it's finger, it's breathing, it's nose, it's ear. I don't know, know. And, 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 and then it's when he gets to the, and then it's go, you know, it, man, like I just, sometimes I just take a look and hit it, you know, and like just be instinctive. Like it almost feels like he's trying to make it too perfect. Um, with yeah. his, with his putting setup and his putting stroke. But again, JT moving in the right direction. He's kind of dug it out of the dirt. You know, I don't know if he's working with his dad or if he's just doing it on his own. I mean, you look at, gosh, you look at the guys that are playing well. The guys just seem to, to be kind of doing it on their own. JT, I mean, Sahith, the Gaul is out there just oh, free yeah. willing it. I like, I like Sahith this week. Wyndham Clark, um, obviously continuing to play great golf. Can yeah. he keep it going here this week? We know he's got the length.
1: Um, and he's got the, the LA vibe.
0: And he's got the LA vibe. It seems like his putter now. He's got some confidence um with some of the work that he's been doing there. And 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 I'm so, surprised. gosh, middle of the board. I mean, there's Wyndham. I mean, real quick, I'll give you I'll give you one more name to maybe shoot a hole through here. I kind of keep coming back to Kitayama. Like I kind of like where I feel like Kitayama's rolling back into form here a little bit. Like he's just, you know, the putter finally woke up last week, Keith. The putter finally woke up last week. Yeah. And, and so, can he come in here and continue to hit the driver the way he's been hitting it, and and uh, and get this thing to, you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen under par? I I, I don't know. He's he's a guy to look at. He I'm kinda I'm kind of I haven't bet it yet, but should I?
1: I don't know. He's a roller coaster guy. Yeah, it's t- it's tough to peg him. Sixty uh, to one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really surprised you haven't brought up a name yet, and especially since Australians tend to play very well. Well, Riviera you know I am really surprised you there. haven't brought up. A name. I was getting there. I well, was getting into hundreds. I was getting even... to Cam.
0: I was getting. All go right. ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: He's your guy. Oh, take
0: it. No, he should go ahead. Take it. That people they're no. tired of they're tired of they're they're tired of hearing me talk about Cam
1: Davis. I, he's a blessed ball striker, and he's pretty good with the putter. I mean, the guy, uh, golly, I mean, he had a great stretch run from yep. July until the end of the year, and you know it. I, I think he's definitely somebody who garners attention here for sure he's got he's yeah. got the, the skill set necessary to do it and you know when he starts the week around 80 to one and then you can see him being bought down um Australians play well here you have to you have to know how to use the ground at Riviera in order to score which is not a common trait of golf courses here in the United states but a very common trait of golf courses. Outside the US, especially in Australia, especially the way that they treat their agronomy and they manage their grounds because they don't like to water a lot. Um, Riv is the same way. It's what makes the design so intricate and so entertaining, um, especially when it's firm and fast. Um, the best golf is played on the ground. There's no doubt about it. You know, if it's all just target golf, um, it kind of loses some of its, some of its appeal yeah. and certainly some of its randomness. I mean, I think that's why. You know, when we go for a couple of weeks over to the to the opens, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Scottish Open and the Open Championship, we just have so much fun watching the guys be creative on the ground. And uh why around the green play is such a big part of winning at Riviera. Uh Cam Davis, certainly with the Australian background, look at Scotty, his background here, um, you know, Smitty's played well here in the past. I mean, those types of guys uh are definitely somebody that could get the job done and um I see Cam Davis as one of those guys like a Nick Taylor that that could definitely that that if he's feeling the flow come Sunday afternoon isn't gonna be afraid.
0: Yeah, I got Cam Davis. You know that. I think this is a good spot for him. And and definitely. I I'm a sucker for Cam and, and there's Agreed. it's a no-brainer on spots for me where I think it fits Cam Davis. So yeah, I, I think um you beat me to the punch on on getting to him, but you make a lot of good points about Australians. That even that even pads my case even more. Um, yeah. with him. Look, he hit his irons great the last time we saw him uh, at AT&T. We know he can putt. Yeah. Can he put it together for four rounds this week? You know he's coming in there feeling good about his chances. Missed the cut here last year, but I do think Cam Davis is a much better player right now um, than he was uh, last year, and I, and I like him here on this venue and the way things are going on the PGA Tour. I got I think he's at 50 right now. I got him much higher than that. It's, he's been bet um, way, way down. down, way down. I think, I think Cam Davis is a really good look this week. Good points about Griot. Yeah. Griot is playing some, some very nice golf. I just looked up him up a little bit. Hoagie is that hundred to one kind of guy. I think he's hitting it so good. Can he just yeah. somehow uh get the ball
1: in the hole? Um, I got a question you know. for you. Okay. One guy we haven't talked about. We did talk, well, we touched on him for a second, right? But we kind of just, Walked away from it. Um In a year of opposites, you know you need experience here. Can a rookie, there's eight rookies that are playing, can a rookie win at Riviera this year?
0: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but it, man, it just seems unlikely at that place, doesn't it?
1: It seems unlikely, but I feel like, I think Ludwig has unfinished business from Pebble.
0: Look, it wouldn't surprise me you know ludwig we know he he's a he's a rising star he's got the total package it, it's it, the way he drives the golf ball i mean it, it, no one's going to be surprised if ludwig goes out there and wins i mean it would be an unbelievable feat to do it for the first time i don't think i'm going to bet him um you know real I quick like here it. real quick here just kind of i'm just pulled up last 24 rounds approach gosh you look at uh you know, there's Scheffler, of course, unanimous number one. There's Hoagie. There's there he is three. I mean, it's there you go, folks. Stroke and approach, Hoagie three. Shop play, four. Teach. Guess who's guess, who, guess two who's swings. five? Guess who's five? Who I mentioned earlier in the show? Who's big long, big big odds? Sammy Ryder. Yep. There's Morikawa six. Eric Cole seven. Seems like a big seems unlikely for Cole, doesn't it? Here.
1: Yeah, the driver. Ah yes. Yeah. This doesn't yes. seem
0: like the place for him. Finao yeah. eight. Chris Kirk nine. There's Ludwig ten, right? So Thagala thirteen. I
1: like the gala. Man, I, I oh Thagala's. Like I'm
0: an, I I I played the I think that's another I think he keeps it going. I, I think his game is really rounding into form. He he he's a guy. He's a guy, Keith, given the landscape of professional golf. Just how cool he is, he's fun to yeah. watch. Little, you know, kind of um, I don't know, a little throwback maybe. And he's a guy that PJ Tour is cheering for. They need to elevate that guy. I mean, he, he's he got the total package. I, I, I love everything about that dude on and off the course.
1: You know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, he That guy has faced a ton of mm-hmm. adversity in his life. Mm-hmm. He, was pl- he was player of the year at Pepperdine and then COVID hit, right? And he had to deal with that. Then, you know, he had that opportunity to win – at you know um, phoenix open three years ago and he had to deal with that then he really should have won at tpc river highlands and the travelers he triples the last hole and he had to deal with that now he finally won at the fortinet right he's a california kid local could he do it here i know another kid from california that wanted the fortinet then kind of launched his way he had won some other places but could also win at riviera you know, Homa missed the cut last week. Could Thigala be kind of taking over that little bit of that California role right now? Um Man, I tell you, Thig- I I man, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but Thigala can putt. Yeah, he and can. Ta- and I want putters this week. Yeah, I, I just – I can't take it. I watched JT so much last week, missed so many putts that I, I just – and then to watch Scotty's body language. You know, you were playing that song earlier. No, nah, 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 nah. right? Mm-hmm. Like when Dr. Dre when yeah, when when Ludwig or or Digallo, whatever, when they swagger up on the green when they've hit it to twenty feet, those guys are just like fixated on the hole. Nick Taylor the other day in that in that playoff, I was standing right where he when he when he had to hit the shot in close. I was on eighteen to the right side of the fairway. I watched him walk by after he hit the shot, and he just he just nailed the green. Yeah. Right. And I go, that guy's making that putt. And Mm -hmm. I knew it was around 10 feet, but I was like, the look on his face was not the same look that I saw on some of these other guys, which is always like, they're confused. And I'm not sure that a lot of times, like when it comes to JT and Scotty, that like, we always talk about the stroke or the speed and everything. They may not just read greens very well. I don't know. There's multiple skill sets involved there. Yeah, there is. But yeah. Nick, but Nick Taylor had, he had a look. Like if he was looking across the bar and like, you saw him coming, you'd be like, that guy's on a mission, you know, like to do whatever it is he wants to do. And, um I, I think, uh, that, that's why, that's why I, I think the closers right now are the guys that can, that can really do it with the flat stick. And my card is going to be littered with them.
0: Well, stroke ain't putting, let's go to it. Last, uh, 24 rounds. Taylor Montgomery, no surprise. Guess who number yep. two is? Seth. Yep. Number two. Harris English, number three, Griffin four, and I'll finish with this guy. My last guy I'll give you is Hogarth. He's five. Yeah. We got to go down the board. I, I just, I like Nikolai Hogarth. I, I, I like this. You know, you look at his game, he's pretty, he's middle of the pack in that 150 to 200 range. Um, approach. All right. He's got to clean that
1: up a little bit. Like he's,
0: is he doing yeah. enough? There. Good with the
1: wedge, but the long Good irons. Good with aren't the wedge.
0: Yeah. Long irons might be an issue here. That's as you look a yeah. little deeper. Guy can putt though. There's Brian Harmon. No surprise posting. Okay. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. This name's surprising me. Last 24 rounds, strokes came putting Adam Scott. Yeah. Adam Scott's worth a look here, guys. He's won twice. Obviously. Yep. Yeah. He can do it again. There's no doubt
1: or, or so if, if you, you like Australians. You and you want to double your money? Cam Davis makes sense to me too. Right, there you go, Cam Davis. There you go. That's 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 already been bet. All right, All right. Gee, wrap it up.
0: Christmas. All right, let's wrap it up. I want to um, I want to see if I can sell you on this bottom, uh, the middle one here. Honestly, though, before we go, honestly, would you wear that middle shirt on the bottom? Just stop. Would you? Just just stop. And why? Like, can you not at least get the logo centered with the bottom button? I mean, come on.
1: Hey,
0: it's Tiger freaking Woods. I, like, what are we doing? I don't
1: what
0: know. What are we doing? What Move are we on. doing? What, what is this? Fifteen majors. Oh, got it. Operation. Like, right, there's the. Like, there's the. That's the femur right there. That was. All right. He's I, Keith. I'm, I'm Travis. Guess. Have a great um, get some go get some sun. Wait, go 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 sit outside. Oh, man. And get I, some sunshine because you guys got some rain coming in over the weekend. So get out they of there. Me, go sit in the sun.
1: They put me in the dining room. I've been in front of these curtains all morning. Uh, yeah, it's it's classic.
0: All right, buddy. Talk to you next week.
1: All right, peace.